0: is I created um, like a static. I have a set of 12 posts that really, really explain exactly what I do, who I am, what I have, like my freebies, my podcast, all my different things. Like what if someone just lands on my page, like what do they need to know? So I have that up there and then I'm just doing reels. It totally freed me up from having to post carousel posts and static graphics. And now it also looks really tight and clean and also you know, when you're posting, like sometimes I would do like funny related to business, like memes, but if the person just came to my page, maybe that doesn't exactly say what I do very clearly. So now it's like this, this static grid, um, who I learned about through, um, Kristen on Instagram, her handle is going ultraviolet and she's been talking a lot about them. So I was like, uh, yeah, sign me up for that.
1: Hello, welcome to Monetizing Mompreneurs Podcast, where I take you behind the scenes with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, moms, working professionals, and amazing people pursuing their passions and going for their dreams. And I'm your host, Linda Mendable. Deanna is a digital marketing strategist and host of the podcast, F That, Breaking the Rules of Online Business. Deanna Seymour knows the power of creativity, fun, and letting your freak flag fly when it comes to marketing your business. Whether she's hosting an online co-working session or helping a client get over their fear of being on camera, Deanna uses humor and empathy to build a community that helps people feel seen, heard, and ultimately more comfortable in their own skin so they can have fun getting more in front of the camera and basically getting their perfect fit clients. When she's not working with clients, she's probably calling out sleazy marketing tactics hanging with her fam, or sneaking in some crappy reality TV. Diana, (laughs) welcome to the show. Oh my goodness.
0: Thank you You so much for
1: having me. You are just so (laughs) full of personality. So tell us a little bit about you and your story. How you came to be where you're at now? Well, oh my gosh, I'm like back in
0: 1980. In the 1900s, I was born, just kidding. (laughs)
1: <laughs> right, um, that's what they say nowadays. I know. <laughs> like, you're a believer in
0: Um, let's see. Well, I have a background in art education, so I went to art school, and then I became an art teacher for almost 15 years. So I did some high school and then some elementary school. Had my own babies and just wanted to spend. Maybe not more time with them because it's like it's a hard age, right? I have a three I have a three nager right now, so I'm like, not more time. Just kidding. Um, but you know, have a more flexible schedule so that I could go on field trips and do things with my older kid. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to get into this freelance world. And I've always kind of had different side hustles. I feel like teachers are notorious for side hustles because we don't make that much money and we're scrappy and creative. And you know, we have time off here and there, like summertime. I would do craft shows and go hard on my side hustle. And then it would be like back to school. And so I've always kind of dabbled. Um, but it was about a year ago, probably a year and a half ago that I really like took the, took the leap and did the full-time thing. So now I just work one on one with clients, helping them, you know, market their business in a way that feels good to them. So I, I do sort of break the rules cause I'm not niche down. I, I don't say like, Oh, I just do social media or just do this. Um, I have some clients I help with reels, but I have some clients who don't want to get on camera and I pitch them for podcasts or what, whatever way feels good for somebody to get in front of people, I think is, is what, what they should lean into. Cause I think that's where they're going to shine the best. You know what I mean? So that's
1: kind of what I do. Yeah. Okay. So how are you approaching social media strategy and marketing these days?
0: I feel like since the pandemic, I'm like, I don't even know what year is what, like, I don't even know what's happening, but Over a year ago, I got off all social media and it was the end of my last school year. So it was like May, school gets out in June. I'm starting my own business. And my husband was like, wait, you're getting off social media and you're starting a business. This seems like a terrible idea. And I was over it. I was trying to have a Facebook group. I was trying to post three TikToks a day. I was trying to, you know, stay on Instagram and get that going. I was you know, you're supposed to pin, like you got lead magnets, pin your lead. Like I was trying to do everything. And I was like, I have to get off at all. I just need a detox. This is too much. And so I remember posting on Facebook, I'm going to delete, you know, I'm going to get off Facebook. And I know people do that. Like it's like this big dramatic thing, but I was like, if you want to keep in touch with me, I want people's email addresses. Like I want phone numbers. I want to, to keep my friends, but I want to back away from this. Um, And one of my friends like called me immediately and was like, are you okay? Is everything okay? That's how important social media is to everyone that they're like, how can you do that? Like, are you quitting your business? Like what's going on? So, um, so now I'm just on Instagram and that feels good to me. And I like doing reels. I think they're fun. The trending sounds are like funny sometimes, but I like being able to sort of say what I do in quick, you know, quick little chunks. And it doesn't take that much time and it feels fun to me. So Instagram is kind of the place I hang out now. So I did sneak back on Facebook because it's so hard because that's where people have communities. Like you have a group on there and I feel like I have things that I'm part of, like communities I'm part of that I've actually paid money to be part of. And the like I'm missing out on that component of community if I wasn't involved in Facebook. So I actually just restarted a new account and I don't accept like any friend requests. My big picture at the top says I'm only on Instagram. I would love to connect, come find me, but I don't, I don't do anything. So I don't have any family or friends. Like I literally have zero friends (laughs) on Facebook, but I get to go in those communities. And you know, if it's somebody I like, I want to do a coffee chat. Like I want to actually get to know people more
1: than just commenting and liking. So
0: that's where I'm at. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Like one of the biggest conversion rates for me is getting people from my Instagram into my Facebook group. And so for yeah. me, that's, that's been my strategy. And it's it's worked is working for me. So that's what I do. I don't really do the TikTok. I'm trying. Like I have like a few videos up there, but well, because like, like, <laughs> well, we
0: feel like we're missing out, right? We feel guilty. And I mean, there is a part of me even that's like, ooh. Yeah, like when it's working for someone else, it's really hard to not think, oh, it's working for Linda. Maybe I can start a Facebook group. If that's really working for her, maybe that could work for me. But the truth of it is I tried to have a Facebook group and I'm still not even that active in the ones that <laughs> that I try to go check now. Cause it's just for whatever reason, you know, who knows? Like who knows why I never liked to oatmeal cream pie? It just wasn't my thing. I wanted a nutty bar. Like it just was never my thing. And when I was trying to be the host of a Facebook group, I was like, okay, Monday, always trying to systematize to figure out how I could do it. And like Monday, I'll post this and Tuesday will be like tip Tuesday or whatever. And I was trying to schedule them and do it. Cause I, cause I didn't really want to do it. Like I was just figuring And so, but also who wants to engage with a hostess? Like if you went to a party and I was like, ugh, I don't really want to host this party. Here's some chips here's some stuff. You'd be like, this party's whack. I want to go home. doesn't even really want us here. And so again, (laughs) like you, like you like your Facebook group and you're showing up there happy to be there and it's working for you. And that energy is what is working for you. If someone else tries to like replicate that, who doesn't really love it, you can't fake that. I'm not like that hippie. I'm not that woo woo, but I'm like, you can't really fake that energy, you
1: know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I believe in energy. I believe that we naturally attract a certain clientele we naturally attract, you know, certain things. Just like some reels work, maybe really great for me, may not work really great for you, right? I don't mm-hmm. know if you noticed. Some reels, maybe you know, may like like certain type of reels are great for this person, but maybe it's not going to be working for you. it's not going to go viral for you, right? No, I and know, so- and it's, <laughs>
0: it's hard to watch because you're like, ah, that's so not fair. It's like hard sometimes because you're like, what are they like? How how did it work for them? But there's So many moving parts to everything, like it's just like the stars aligned for that person and they went viral. You know, it might not even be now, I'm getting like really hippie ish, but you know, I'm just like, everything happens for a reason, like (laughs) whatever. (laughs) Like, I just think it's hard because then there's a lot of also people like this worked for me and creating content or course or whatever around it, and then you're like, okay, okay, yeah, 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 I should do that because it worked for them. And then you just get in this hamster wheel of, okay, I'm going to do this because it's working for them. Okay. It doesn't feel like it's working for me. Oh, look, a new person is saying TikTok worked for them. Okay. Let me try TikTok. And you're not really going all in on something. So trying to find what works for you and then letting that be enough and like letting go of the guilt of like, I talk to people all the time and they're like, "Mm, I know I should be doing this. I should, I should be on TikTok or I should, I should repurpose this or I should whatever. And I'm like who cares? You don't have to do anything you don't want to. It's fine. So
1: yeah. 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 I believe in honoring your energy. I believe uh, you have to be real with yourself and what it is that you're enjoying. But one of the things that I've learned and I follow um a person named Brock on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've he's seen him he's on. always pop. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then his, I like his mom too. But basically he was talking about how Instagram followers are actually more valuable than TikTok followers because paid per click um, Instagram followers are seven cents, um, not, not Instagram, excuse me. TikTok followers are seven cents per click while Instagram followers are 77 cents per click. And so it's 11 times more valuable than those that are in TikTok because it's, they're still trying to figure out how to sell. Some people are still trying to figure out how to sell on tiktok i guess when it comes to ads right mm, mm-hmm. so i find that very interesting for me i really enjoy instagram i don't know why um tiktok i don't know i just <laughs> i mean that's what i'm saying too like, how do you know? yeah yeah mm-hmm. and it's okay i mean
0: i just i remember my husband want to hang out with me one night and i'm like okay i gotta i gotta this was before i quit everything i was like i gotta post one more you know, one more TikTok. And I was like, <laughs> doing like a, a little Taylor Swift point or something. You know, when I was like, what am I doing? I don't want to do this. I want to go sit on the couch and watch a show. This is too much. And the week before I was like, enough, I'm not doing anything. Um, But it's, it's, it's scary. Cause you can't do nothing. Like you can't do nothing. So you do have to figure out what works for you, but doing everything is also not really going to work for you. I mean, it's the whole idea of like, niching down too, right? Like if you're trying to do every single thing, you're not going to be able to do any of them very well. Whereas if you just were like, I'm going to do Instagram and I'm going to go for it.
1: Focus. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I mean, when you look up, when you Google, how many people are on each platform and you think about how many customers do you need? I'm a service-based business. So I can't service, but so many clients at one time, like if I, you know, 15 clients would probably be too many clients for me. um, myself maybe i could grow whatever but i'm just saying there's like billions of users on instagram i think that's a large enough pool for me to work with i don't have to also be on on all the
1: things yeah yeah i really believe in just doubling down and taking care of your current audience and doubling down on what's working right if you focus on the audience that's already following you on whatever platform that basically feels great for you Mm -hmm. that's what's going to work right you got to figure out okay what have I done? How did this lead or this client come in? How did they find me? And you got to know your numbers. You got to know your metrics in order for you to double down and continue to do those things. Like for instance, one of the things that I discovered when it comes to Instagram, because everybody's engagement has gone down currently or in that mm-hmm. kind of season that views have gone down because they're changing something. I don't know what it is that they're changing.
0: <laughs> I know. Do they even know what they're changing at this point? They're changing like all the time.
1: <laughs> but I've learned the number that you should be looking at is those reshares numbers when it comes to Instagram, how many mm-hmm. people are resharing and why are they resharing? And yeah. so that's really like, because I have reels and I, and I, and I developed and I put myself out there, I've been able to basically see, okay, what content that I create that I enjoy creating, you know, gets that reshare because though that reshare will really push your your reach more than into Instagram, pushing your reach. Right. Cause they'll do it yeah. too. But imagine mm-hmm. other people are also resharing you. Well, so, that's boom. why I love
0: stories. Yeah. Stories yeah. are like so reshareable. Like I feel like Instagram's like, do you want to share this? <laughs> like, like straight up? They're like, share it. Someone tagged you. You should share it. So I love stories for the shareability also. And actually something fun I just did on Instagram to even do less. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to do less. Is I created um, like a static, I have a set of 12 posts that really, really explain exactly what I do, who I am, what I have, like my freebies, my podcast, all my different things. Like what, if someone just lands on my page, like what do they need to know? So I have that up there and then I'm just doing reels. It totally freed me up from having to post carousel posts and static graphics. And now it also looks really tight and clean and also you know, when you're posting, like sometimes I would do like funny related to business, like memes. But if the person just came to my page, maybe that doesn't exactly say what I do very clearly. So now it's like this, this static grid, um, who I learned about through, um, Kristen on Instagram, her, Handle is going ultraviolet, and she's been talking a lot about them. So I was like, Uh, yeah, sign me up for that. So I went ahead and designed that and did that. And I've made a few for clients, and they just love it. And then if they want to do reels, they can. If they just want to do stories, they can. Or they just want to go engage with other people, they can. Or they like some of them are like, I don't want to be on Instagram, but I feel like people click on Instagram to kind of get a feel for you in your business. At least you have a presence. And then people are like, Okay, and they might click through to your website, and then you know. So I think it's important to be able to just do what feels good for you. And also let people know, like, this is how I communicate. I'm really good about writing weekly emails. So if someone really wants, I feel like that's my best content. So people should be on my email list if they really want the good stuff, because I love writing emails. And so making sure I said that in my static grid so that, you know, they kind of know, they know where you're at and they know
1: where to get the best stuff. I love that. And that's something that I've been considering for my own self is developing a strategy because I have just a whole bunch of my family and people don't want to see my family. People want to see you, right? People want to see like you showing up. Yeah. Your family is cool. And that's, that's great. I love (laughs) that.
0: Well, so you know, was you. first started
1: when I first started, I feel like um,
0: some of the more celebrity entrepreneurs that I followed, they showed their family. So I was like, uh, okay, I guess this is what we do. And so I started <laughs> showing my family. You know what? I, Because you're just like, okay, you have millions of dollars. I guess it's working for you. I'll, I'll, I'll toss my my kids are cute. I'm gonna toss my kids up here. And then, as I went on to think about it, I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't really think that my kids need to be a part of my marketing plan, which I'm, I'm not mad if anybody does. I don't judge at all. Like kids are super cute. And I love actually seeing other people's kids (laughs) in their posts, but I was like, I don't think I need to do this. So again, it's just refining what, you know, and getting your voice, like your own inner voice, like a little stronger about what you want to do and what you don't want to do, how you want to show up. And I think I kind of had to get to that burnout of, I can't do it anymore to move forward in a way that felt good for me. I don't think I could have done it without getting to that point because you feel like people say oh you don't have to be everywhere and you look at them and you're like but you're everywhere (laughs) you know the people there's people who have teams and they say oh if you're new you don't have to be anywhere everywhere but you sort of want to be like them so you're like well i don't know because you are so i think i should try it you know but it's it's really not sustainable especially if you're a solopreneur and you don't don't have help or a team or va or anything
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think if you're in the outside looking in, you really, really got to understand where they're at is not where they started. (laughs) You know, know, yeah, Mm -hmm. you really got to understand that because I've definitely archived a bunch of my posts. Everything that's on there is not everything I've ever posted. You you've archived. A bunch of yours, right? Yeah, I archived everything. Mm -hmm. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna straight up do that. So tell (laughs) us about that then. So what's the benefits of having that grid, and why should someone consider in doing the grid? I think you should consider doing the grid if you don't want to. So I
0: have one client who didn't want to be on Instagram. Well, she was on Instagram. Actually, she is a coach and she does a lot of psychedelics um, integration and working with her clients. So
1: Mushrooms? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> oh
0: my yeah. god. So she's all like mushrooms, whatever. So she, but she got, her account got deleted. She had thousands K-O-D-2? of followers. <laughs> I don't think so. Just, I think she's, yeah. I'm like Molly. I don't know. Yeah. So oh she gosh. does that for people. I've just
1: heard <laughs> that through the grapevine. I've, I, you know, I just, it's a, I don't know.
0: <laughs> like,
1: whatever. People can heal however
0: they need to. But yeah, so she, hers got deleted. But then we were working on, she has a Substack now. So that's like a blogging email um, platform that's kind of like up and coming, I feel like. So she is on Substack and really great about writing her people every week and really loves that. But she's about to start pitching to be on podcasts to talk some more and get her, you know, get in front of new audiences. So I suggested, I was like, I think we should put something up on your Instagram. Cause she like restarted her account. Cause you feel like you have to have one, you know? And we made her this beautiful, the graphic designer <laughs> made this beautiful. I feel like it's like a work of art. It's got like definitely some surreal imagery and some psychedelic, like it's uh, some mushrooms and that it's just a beautiful place for someone when she pitches to their podcast and they click on that link in that email, they are going to be like, oh my gosh, who is this? I think Instagram used to be super curated. Then we sort of were like, no, we want real stuff. The pendulum was like, no, no, no. We want super real and authentic. Don't give us super fancy. But I think it's sort of swinging a little bit back or maybe because everybody's being so real when you do go on a page, that's like a beautiful static grid for a second, you're like, whoa, who, what, this is super cool. Like, who is this? Because the way I design them, it's kind of like those puzzle, you know, it all kind of fits together. And so I think there's a wow factor when people come. And then I sort of go through, you kind of take them on a journey through the nine. So the first one, when I do it is always the person, like we introduce who you are, what you do, who you serve. So then they're like, okay, and we keep scrolling for Kathleen. It was like, come, come over to Substack. Here's what I'm talking about. And we kind of used her podcast pitches as some of the anchor posts to um, go a little deeper into what she was pitching to podcasts. So for me, it's some of my opt-ins, some free resources you can get. And it, I think is just a really nice way. If you love Instagram and you love posting all the time, keep doing your thing. But if you are like, got one foot in, one foot out, to put up a static grid so that people just are really clear on what you do and who you are. And when I did mine, I was, here's what I'm selling, (laughs) buy my stuff. Because I mean, I think sometimes we feel like we have to serve, 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 and we get a little nervous to sell, but the whole point is we want to make money. So I felt like with the static grid, I treated it more like a landing page, like a sales page almost, and sort of a choose your own adventure. Here, you can go here. You could sign up for my mastermind. You could work with me one-on-one. And it just sort of took them through all the things in my world. And at the end, it's another picture of me. Thanks for coming. If you want, like, I love being on podcasts. I love doing this. Like, send me a DM or, you know, watch my stories. And I think it's just a really nice way to sort of clear the deck and be like, here I am. And I deleted it. I archived all my old posts. Some people just put a little banner across, maybe like check out my archives if you want. But like you were saying, we evolve so much that like, when you scroll back, you're like, I mean, a year and a half ago too, I was doing like daily dance parties for fun. (laughs) Like take a break from your bed. That wasn't, wasn't really like in line with what I'm doing now, but it's an evolution to get where I am today. And now I'm in it to win it. I have clients. I love what I'm doing. This is working. Static grid up. And I can change the static grid later if I want to, but now there's no confusion. Super clean, super clear. Here's what I'm doing. Do you want to work with me?
1: You know, that's what we're here for to get clients, right? I mean, that's what I want. I absolutely love it. <laughs> and because I, I'm telling you, and before we came on this call, you know, like things happen for a reason. And I'm glad that our audience is also listening in on this because Instagram has definitely evolved, And now it's like merging the two. If you don't have these perfect images and these perfect little video reels, oh my mm-hmm. goodness, it yeah. almost got a match. For things to really, for people to be like, oh yeah, that's a professional right there. They know what they're talking about. For people Mm -hmm. to take you seriously on the online or even like, why should I listen to her? And I feel like that static grid really reflects, okay, why you should listen to me. Here are the top posts on exactly why you should listen to me. So let's go deeper into this. When someone comes, yeah, I love it. It's Social media strategy. Uh, We can talk a little bit about some email lists, but I feel like this is a really great focus because I'm a big believer on Instagram. I don't think it's dead at all. (laughs) It's alive and just recently, you know, heard each follower is actually more valuable than the followers on TikTok, just an FYI. Yeah. So when it comes to that, you know, that static grid, right? Mm -hmm. How, when someone sits down to create this grid, do they archive all of their posts or do they choose certain posts? How well, should they approach this?
0: I am a big believer that you do you. <laughs> but what I would do is if you are going to keep any, I would still go through and check them, clean them up. You know what I mean? Look and be like, is this really in alignment with what I'm doing now? Do I want to show my kids? People need to, to look at my kids. And if you think about it in a way of What do people need to know to want to work with me? You kind of want to use it like a gallery. This is the best of the best. And I kind of think of the things I archived as like my rough drafts. There were things in there and there were definitely things that I, obviously I post about my podcast, but I just want one post about my podcast. And to be honest with my podcast, when I share it in the stories, that's really where most people reshare it. Guests who come on or the stories is where I feel like I was getting the most reshares. So I was Okay. One square about the podcast. Um, I mean, I th- probably people don't scroll back that far. And I know depends on how long you've had your Instagram account. So I had, when I quit social media, I also, part of the reason I was overwhelmed was because I had my Instagram and I had one for my old podcast, which was called Imperfect Party. And what I ended up doing was using the one for the podcast to move forward. And I made my other one private. Cause that had a ton of family pictures on it. And I was like, okay, this one's private. That's my personal one. And I actually forgot the password. I never, <laughs> never log into that because social media is too much. So I only had like two years or a year and a half, two years of the other thing to archive. But I just sat down while we were watching TV one night, you know, and you just click on it and you click the three buttons and you click archive and you click the three buttons and you click archive. Like it's monotonous, but it was doable. Um, So I personally would probably recommend that you can archive it if that feels okay to you. If I didn't archive it, I would still look through and see what you got going on. And if it relates to what you're doing now, so.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Because I no longer actually do want to put my kids out there as much. Mm -hmm. No choice for me. I love my babies, of course, you know. um, But I, I feel as though, you know, they're working with me, they're not working with my kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a mommy blogger. You know, it's different when you're, I guess, maybe when you're, a mo- you know, when you're trying to show a product on your child or you're blogging about diapers, right? You're blogging about um, diaper bags or little kids' clothes. Um, but I am not doing any of that. I am honestly doing all about business and marketing and strategy and design as a web designer and a, and a coach. Now I'm currently a coach for web designers. Mm-hmm. And so, and I'm also growing, you know, um, yeah. you know, as, as I progress and as I grow in my business, I'm taking my audience along for the journey as well. Right. Cause we're always like, I guess in this form of like evolving and I'd rather, instead of just, Hey, surprise, I'd rather just <laughs> take my peoples on my journey with me. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've had people following me from when I first started posting on, you know, Instagram, but I mm-hmm. have noticed that I gotta do something with my grid. I've noticed mm-hmm. that I felt it. I'm like, man, maybe I should just completely archive. And I've seen some people do it too. And I'm like, oh, I like that. And I'd rather just dive into the reels and my stories. Boom. Yeah,
0: yeah. So my second post on my static grid um, says, like, check out my stories. Check, look at my reels. And I designed it with a little arrow pointing up because you know the reels tab is directly above the arrow in the graphic. Just in case, you know, some people like don't know their way around Instagram, just click right up here. And it's funny because I've probably had my static grid for like a month, but then I started doing some thinking about um, when you post a reel, you have the option to show it on your grid or not show it on your grid. So if you wanted yes. it to be like a super clean static grid, you would not put the reels on your grid because that would start to I'm push going your static clean. grid down. Super clean I'm going for super Well, clean. so, so <laughs> I noticed, and I think the algorithm's being weird, but I think my reels' views were down, so what I did was I've just put, I'm just putting three across the top to remind people that I'm still making a content. So when I post the fourth one, I'll remove the first one from the grid, so there'll only ever be three reels at the top, just to like remind people like I'm still making content, here's some reels. Um. That's so I, good. that's something that's changed. And so then that's kind of cool too, because the arrows now pointing to my three, my little reels. row, just three reels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what I also did was coming up next month, I'm doing a private podcast series on breaking the rules of podcasting. So I have eight different people coming on. It's like a, kind of like a summit, but not really, but oh, now I have a static grid. <laughs> Last time I did that for season one, I did not have a static grid. So I posted about it. So I was like, Okay. So I used the pinning, pinning feature. I, pin, I designed something with just three across that talked about it, had the logo, a graphic and a carousel with each speaker in the middle and then That's like nice. where to get your ticket. And so I pinned those at the top. And so after November, I'll take those down. And, but now I'm like, Ooh, when my masterminds open, I'll pin three Boom. across that were open for enrollment and then unpin them. So I, it's, it's still evolving for me. Cause okay. I think like totally static. Cause I'm still active on Instagram might not be for me, but I mean, I have a client who doesn't a different client, I guess, Kathleen, but then another client doesn't want to be on at all. So we just designed her page. I mean, she, I didn't even write DM me on it. Cause she's like, I don't, I don't want to be on there. It's literally, <laughs> she is going to ghost everybody. She just wanted it to point To her website. She just wanted to go. Because you know when you go and somebody has nothing or you're like, oh, well, that's weird. And you go away. She wanted to make sure that if someone clicked on Instagram or looked for her on Instagram, there was something there. And it's very clear if they read the captions. In her first square, we just talked about she's a Pilates instructor and helps people who have Pilates businesses. So she just leaned into, I don't like social media. This is not where I feel comfortable. I want to have real deep conversations. Those happen here. Here go on my website and talk to me and I have a membership and, you know, she was straight up like, we didn't say don't DM me, but I was very careful to make sure that I didn't say watch my stories. Cause she's not going to make any, I didn't say check out my reels. Cause she's not going to make any, she was not doing reels. I have a YouTube channel, but so we have a square that's mm. like, go to my YouTube yeah. channel. So you can literally just tell people, it's like making boundaries. Here's how I want to show up. But Here's where you can find me. That's where I'll be you know and I think it's it, like creating a lot of freedom for a lot of people to do it however they want to.
1: Oh sure oh yeah. I think the key is to show up on video. Mm-hmm. I think that's the number agree. one key whether you're on YouTube, whether you're on your Facebook group or whether you're on Instagram with the reels and the stories, you're showing up on video and that is what's making that impression and that is what's going to skyrocket your growth and help you on your marketing strategy when it comes to online. So I was like wondering, like, where was she marketing? Oh, YouTube videos? Oh, of course. Because, you know, Mm -hmm. she's not using her Instagram. I'm like, where, okay, where is this going? YouTube videos. Yeah, I've noticed that I saw this one. I I interviewed this one YouTuber. She had around 370,000 subscribers. And it was one reel that she did. And she blew up overnight. And she was at 5K on Instagram and went up to 27 um thousand followers but she already has the youtube she already had a place for people to get to know her deeper right because Mm -hmm. once you once a video goes viral this is the thing once a video goes viral people are checking you out people are clicking on links people are clicking on posts and people just want to get to know you more and -hmm. if there is some intrigue right that you touched on something okay they're gonna go in deeper but if not Mm -hmm. they're gonna hop off and so She was already on YouTube. She had already a base. She had a compounding effect, right? Which was her YouTube. And so when that reel did go viral in her Instagram, whether she had a low following time, which was 5K compared to her you know, YouTube channel, mm-hmm. she blew up overnight. She told me, she was like, this one reel <laughs> did it for me. And she was like, it was one of the stupidest reel. She couldn't even <laughs> believe that that was the one that made her go viral. And it was basically one of the reels that said, oh, that her lookalike. And so, mm. you know, when those reels are like, oh, who do I look like? And they show, mm-hmm. like, who they look like. Yeah, It was that reel that made her go mm-hmm. viral and, and basically pulled her following. But yeah. she had content for people to get to know her further. It's and like, what was yeah. it? It was a real about her, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Go ahead. Well, um,
0: it's like when a band is an overnight success, and the band has been around for ten years, playing tiny clubs and just showing up and doing the work, and and then it's like, oh my gosh, they're they're like famous overnight, and you're and they're like, no, we've been doing this a long time. So, yeah, it's like very romantic to think you can just post one reel and grow overnight. Oh. But like you're saying, there's a bunch of other stuff at play, and there's different things happening. So I think that's important too. I mean, don't get me wrong. I want to buy a lottery ticket too and
1: like win that. Like,
0: let's do it all.
1: <laughs> but yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes. Shoot. Let the lottery come in, right? Yes. Let it-
0: let's just manifest. Fingers. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, Deanna, um, thank you so much for your time. Where yeah, this can people so much find fun. you? <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Well, they can find me on Instagram at the yes. Deanna Seymour. They can listen to my podcast, which is called F That, Breaking the Rules of Online Business. And I just love asking a lot of questions on there. So I think I throw out some answers, but I also just like for people to think about different things. And if they have to do certain, you know, Instagram, do you have to post to your grid? Like, no, maybe you don't. So it's kind of a place There's short episodes and it's just a way for you to start thinking outside the box when it
1: comes to your business. So that's a fun one. I mean, I absolutely love this episode. I wish we had more time, but <laughs> I know that you have to hop off and you have a meeting yeah. waiting for you. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I will invite you back. So will you come okay. back? Yeah, absolutely. It's
0: <laughs> so fun. I love it.
1: Thank thank you for having me. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a chance, stop by the website at lindamendable.com, sign up for the blog cure, which is an awesome, awesome course that I created that will help you set up your blog or take your blog to the next level. And join us over at Monetizing Mompreneurs Facebook group. I just want to say again, thank you for listening.
0: Thank you for listening. Thank you for saying. Oh,
1: yesy!